I don't wanna feel like I did that day. Take me to the place I love. Take me all the way. I don't wanna feel like I did that day. Take me to the place I love. Take me all the way. Excellent. You want to do another? No. Do no. you have another one? No, no. That's no. good. That was <laughs> Shannon, thank you very wow. much for no opening the show. Thank you. Oh, that, thanks, that was, Shannon. Man, she's a ringer. What's going on here? <laughs> Who knew? No. So we, where are we, Carlito? We're at Spaducci. Where is Spaducci, buddy? We've had enough Spaducci that, that we should have I mean, been we here. We never about. have enough. Uh, it's true. We never have enough. <laughs> so across the table from us, we have Rob and Rosie. Hi. What are we going to talk about, guys, today? What do you want to talk about? We're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about construction. We're going to talk about food and construction. We're going to talk about the world, what's going on. We won't get political. We don't care about any no. of that stuff. We care about food and construction. That's what we're going to talk about. So I like politics. No, no. <laughs> keep, keep him away from politics. We don't want that. So we're right inside the shop. The shop is closed. It's, it it's, is. It's after hours, right? So we're behaving. We do have some vino on the table, which is totally fine. You're in an Italian restaurant. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, and it should happen is all I'm saying. So let's get these uh, these uh, this little uh, credentials here. So at Spaducci on in IG. Yep. You guys on uh, Twitter as well, no? No, we don't tweet. We don't tweet. Facebook? No. Facebook, yes. Okay, cool. All right. And then it's www.spaducci.com. And get a hold of you guys, go through Rob, right? Yep. So Rob at spaducci.com. And the phone number is 416-2442. Oh, I'm sorry. 242. You were telling me when everybody was at. So (laughs) 416-242-2777. Yes. There we go. All right. How do you want to get started with? Well, I think everyone has a construction bone. So why don't we uh, see what their construction bone is, guys? Do you guys... Rosie, do you have a construction bone? Anything that you want to pick on? Something the that price really lumber? bothers you. Sorry? The price of lumber going up? That's a good one. Uh, I'm just uh, doing some renovations in my house, and uh, I've been notified that I better hurry up and get my you-know-what done because it's going up. What stage you at at the house? We just passed plumbing stage, and we're working on final structure, and next week we're installing HVAC. So you're in the mechanical, rough mechanical. Yes. So they're chopping up all your wood right now. Yes. Yeah, the HVAC guys, eh? The beavers in the construction industry. There's things (laughs) that need to be done before the HVAC guys come in, and they're not doing anything until certain things get done. I'm like, let's just get it done. So the bone is basically right now in Canada, we're paying $7.30 for a piece of 2 by 4 by 8 foot. $7.30. So what was that six months ago? What was it? Under five, wasn't well, it? Well, I just priced out a deck, and, I, and I'll and i just do some exterior uh, prices. I know that I'm paying $57 for 6 by 6 at 10 feet now, and it was $42 about six months ago. So, so what's going to happen is you guys being clients, we're going to come back, and all of a sudden our lumber package is going to be twice, eventually triple, and we're going to have to pass the cost on to you guys because we can't absorb it because we will be losing money at that point. Well, That's a scary thing. Yeah, it's not worth working anymore at that point, right? So, so how do you go back then to requote something that's already been quoted? You can't. So, you can't. And, and even if you submit it into any of the lumber stores and you put your package in, they have to still honor that price at the time. But you have, I think it's 30 days. 
I'm not sure about that. I think, I think it's 30 it's days that, like, that you purchase it. So as soon as you lock it in that price, you get it. But if you lock it in later on, then you're going to have to pay that extra. And if you've already submitted your quote to your client, most people that submit quotes to clients, they have a 30-day period as well, too. So this price is only good for 30 days. It's like a game show. Are you locked in? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. But, I mean, do you want to go back and absorb that extra cost? Well, it's funny because six months ago, the gentleman that I just quoted for his deck, I quoted him about $7,000 cheaper. So he's now paying $7,000 more just for, for the wood. A time frame. Wow. Yeah. And if, that's if you can find the and, wood. And, and if, I, if I can ask, why the increase? Like, what's, what's happening in the marketplace My to, understanding to is that the mills were shut down during So COVID. they're in backup. Yeah. They were shut down. They weren't producing that. I don't know. You correct me if I'm well, wrong. That's I'm, what I'm hearing. I'm also hearing another thing. What? You oh, are right. Here we go. Political. <laughs> well, it's the truth. Most people have taken that check, so they're not working. Yeah. So they don't have the labor force that they once had. We have the trees. We just have to cut them, dry them, produce it, and get them out. So if we don't have the workers doing that, you know, and there's a whole bunch of checks going out for people to stay home, we're not going to be able to get that product out to the customer. It sucks. It yeah. does. Well, I mean, yeah. you guys were royally hit. The whole hospitality suite was royally hit. Yes, significantly. I mean, when you look at our business model, we had, you know, 76 seats in the cafe. Plus, we did overflow, as you know, in the back room. The back room there. And then um, we had our catering division and we had our special events division. And all three of those business revenue streams are depleted. Like, they're gone. Just like, stopped. They're gone. I'm at... I'm at 22 seats now in the cafe in seat. But we, I mean, Spiritu was such a place when you came in, you'd sit with people you didn't know, yeah. which was the community of this of this restaurant. And people would share food and share a bottle of wine. And That's amazing. And that atmosphere, like when you go to Italy, you're like literally sitting on top of people when you, when you go to restaurants. Yeah. And that's what happens. You just talk to the people that are beside you. And so much networking and so many business opportunities came within that atmosphere. And it's a little sad to see like a table of two and another table of two and they're not, you know, forming this. But this it's great to see anymore. that you guys actually survived through it because I saw it through the very beginning where yeah. you had the lineups or the barricades or whatever you want to call it and then people would come in and it was a certain number of people yeah. and then there was hand and it's hand sanitization everywhere. But now it kind of still feels like a normal place we're trying to make it feel that way and also look that way so if you look around you're still going to see the hand sanitizer you're still going to see the tables but we've distanced them you're still going to see you know the open kitchen concept the butchers behind there my staff are amazing i can't say enough about them um so we're still but we're just not there yet we're just not there yet. how was the transition for you rob like we started this in this this fiasco in march uh, march and 16th we're, we're coming up on october now i love seeing the pumpkins here right it's, keep in mind i've I'm only about a month old. He's a baby. Here. Oh, you're a newbie. He's I a am. newbie. I am. I joined Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I joined uh, Rosie and the team just at the end of August. Okay. And I come from a catering background, but predominantly a retail background. So I spent 21 of my years at Pusa Terry's, director of catering, deli specialist. And then I went off on my own, got back into catering, and the catering world was really came to almost a standstill yeah. as Rosie had said it and I was ready for a change you know the stars aligned for me and I met her and here we are and here we are here we and are. It, and you can see like the I can significant see I can see changes it. in yeah. such a short period of time it's it's incredible I love that you guys are embracing that it, you're trying to make it normal 
you're trying really? to still make it normal and that's what we want too. when we want to go to our suppliers we want to go to and run our businesses we want still we get it everybody's wearing the bat masks you know what i mean and it's just like it, i get that and we all have to do it to continue it to stop the spread yeah. because it's getting worse now yeah. but we don't want to deal with the second wave but that's just it just uh, it's going to happen and speaking for the contractors i mean we spend most of our time negotiating and dealing with other contractors in places like yours and exactly we'll spend an hour to two hours and that will make a relationship for life what i'm finding is that i'm almost having to pack a lunch now which i'm not used to because <laughs> it the lineups are just too long by the time i get in and get out i can't even eat anymore i have to go back to work the lineups are happening because a you can't have so many you can't have that many people in the establishment but the lineups are also happening as well because in the industry and it's not just food and beverage industry i'm sure you guys are seeing it as well is that the labor force yeah. is not what it was. So we're doing our best to like, let's get it out, let's get it done. We try to be proactive, get everything ready, like pre-service, 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 and then boom, lunch comes. And we're just, you know, we're, we're moving. This used to be like the hub. You would come in here and oh. pretty much you could throw a rock and hit a contractor. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, know, you would hit us and they would be pissed right. off by that rock. Or, 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 they throw at you? I'm wearing a hard hat. I'm wearing a hard hat so I don't feel it. Okay? Oh, wait. She said the bad word, architect. Well, no, just joking. No, just joking. no, no. <laughs> we like those tourists. They're great. <laughs> no, but that's how I remember Spaducci. It was just like, it was just this hub of construction personnel inside here. And you could always bump into somebody and talk to them, pick their brain and talk yeah. about this idea, talk about that idea. It's slowly getting back, which is great. Yeah, it's well, interesting. But you said something really important, Rosie. You know, that connection between the humans is almost gone. It's almost you're afraid to like, who can you touch? Who can you come close to? And that takes away the whole eating atmosphere because I'm the way I've been brought up is food is made with love. Yes. So, yeah. you know, you share that while you're eating. And, you know, I feel like it's so taken away from us, right? Like we'd have a salami board on a table and there'd be six people at a table and four were together and two were not. And the two would be picking off the other people's <laughs> you know, salami board and going, oh, you guys got to try this. And it's just, that's the way that this place was. And, you know, we'll get back. You know, everything has an end. Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously. This can't continue. It's not. And every, I always say, guys, there's an end to this. We don't know when it is, but there will be. And until that end comes, we're going to make it the best. How is it for you, Rob, coming in? Like, you're coming in at the worst time in history to come in to try something new. Or it could be the best time in history. No, no, no it's true. That's how you look at it. There's it's lots of opportunity right it's now. Yeah, first of all, I love a challenge. Good and, one. And, and second of all, I think the expertise that I bring here in respect to what we're doing and pivoting this whole communal table being gone and bringing in all this retail, I kind of bring that to the table. And doing it in the last month has been so much fun. Not only that, the, the response from the customers, oh my God, I would have never imagined it to be so great. Has there been an upswing? Have you guys seen or? Well, there, yes. Has there? Really? There's been Rosie, an upswing oh, in the glasses. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> There's food on the table now. Uh-oh. <laughs> I got to keep my boys happy. Well, Rosie, I think, uh, oh, I think you know how to do that. For, for, for you to, uh, to verify, but like we're, we're creeping up to pre-COVID numbers. We are creeping. Really? Uh, we, we are creeping. Um, and part of the reason is um, we, we're not staying open later at night right now, so we don't have that. Um, we had such a huge dinner service 
here and we're not seeing really the the numbers for dinner service right now. You know, people want their food, they really want to go home. And now that, you know, the past couple of days, the numbers going up, it's just, and now what's happening in the news is, you know, the, the doctors are, you know, kind of pushing forward to, you know, go back to non-essential services being, being level two, right? Yeah. So going back to that. So for us, we're just like, do we bring people back? Do we reopen and stay open later? Like we're in this vortex of not knowing exactly how to manage and manipulate our schedule. Can you tell us the plan? Because I want to get into more of when I got into construction 12 years ago, coming up on 12 years, he's, he's God, we're the same age, but he's been in construction a lot longer than I have. I remember it was coolers with a sandwich in it. Sandwich maybe and a, like, a little slice of mortadella inside of it, and that was it. Maybe some cheese, and that was it, and then you'd have a pop. That was your lunch. Wow. You, I know, eh? No, I never <laughs> ate like that. I always ate well, like six sandwiches. You eat like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but nowadays, there's Extra so many options, everything. right? So I want to get into all these options where these guys can come to a place like yours and get all these options and actually have a proper lunch for the, the week. Like, I, I'm always dumbfounded about how a lot of these young guys would just go on by. I don't want to say the curse word here where that starts at M and ends with Donald's. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't oh, want to deal with that. I'm just saying that they'll do the fast food when there's actually better food. Because I think you were saying it off mic. You were saying that you feel better. You, you do. work better. 100%. You put good things in your body, good things are going to happen. You know, if you eat McDonald's, if you eat, you know, bad food every day, you're going to just start to feel bad. Oh, and by the way, this show is brought to you by McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, right? No, it's if, you, if you drink every single day, you know, it's, it's going to cre creep up. It will. It's going to show in your face. It's going to show in your mannerism. You're, you're not going to get the sleep. So for me, you know, having the food that we have here and being on honestly spoiled, like we are spoiled here. We do lunch for the staff every single day. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> like it's amazing. You take some of our fresh bread home, our fresh buns with some of our sliced cold cuts. Oh. That'll be the best sandwich you've ever Fresh had. bread, every day made? We make we it every day. every day. Wow. Every day. So even, even the gluten? Yep. Really, yeah. Yeah, the pizza dough. We're not doing the. Buns I'm sorry. As I'm much sorry. Right I know. Now, I know he's. Do you have to be European to appreciate yeah, fresh can... bread? Listen, the gluten yeah. pasta here. I'm telling you, Carlito, you what gotta do you mean, try. The gluten free? Yeah, the gluten. Oh, gluten, gluten free, free pasta. Sorry, yeah. the gluten free yeah, pasta. Yeah, I don't know. That's a new generation thing. I don't know what you're talking about. So. Dinosaur. Dinosaur. <laughs> we didn't have allergies growing up, did we? I don't it's have not, allergies I'm not, now. I'm not eating it because of allergies. I'm just saying that I'm eating it because I'm seeing somebody that has to be gluten free. So then I started eating it. And I'm like, it's actually really good. I think it's because you're getting older, you my friend. You no. Our pasta, you can't tell the difference. They get, when can't. we started making it, I, can't. I don't know, two years ago, they gave me a plate of pasta to try. I'm like, oh my God, this is fantastic. Like, yeah, that's tastes our gluten-free. Exactly I'm like, are you kidding me? Wow. I'd even go as far as saying that it tastes better. That's just me. The gluten-free? Well, yeah. I'm telling you the truth. Okay, well. Well, you're I, I Go love ahead. Go I, ahead. I, I love bread. So in Croatia, I had to wake up at 530 in the morning. My, my father and my uncles would go out hunting for birds. And I would have to <laughs> these, ride in these, 10 these little rabbit hole stories. I'd have to go ride in 10 kilometers on, on a bicycle or I'd Bare steal foot. someone's tractor. And uh, I'd have to be there before six because if you didn't get fresh bread, you wouldn't have fresh bread for the rest of the day. Oh. So then the rest of the family would be upset. So I love bread. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we should do history with Manny right I don't, now. So I was going to tell you, I didn't surprise. So we have these little segments that we do. And since I was so busy this week, I didn't do a history. What? I want our listeners to start giving me some history facts. We normally bring up something about history and construction. I just was too tired and too busy. I didn't bring I'm it so up. I'm so disappointed. I'm sorry. I actually look forward to that myself. But I will, <laughs> but I will give out a, a couple of shout outs because I had the alchemist underscore carpenter reach out to me. 
and he was actually complimenting our podcast. He was saying that he loves listening to it, and he actually wants to hang out with us. He figures that he'll be a better contractor if he hangs out with us. That's true. People, places, and things. He actually said me, but I'm just saying. But I don't. I don't. I don't think he knows who you really are. <laughs> That's what I said. I was. It was a really nice compliment, so I really appreciate that. Okay. And then I also want to shout out to one of my guys that's working with me. So Modern Times Renovations, Julio. He just became a daddy today. Oh, congratulations, Julio! And Congrats. he was always he was always worried about taking time off work. I was going, dude, you, you're making a family disappear. Go be a family man, and then come back. The work will be there, right? So he had a baby this day, this morning, a baby girl, which is great, right? I just want to do those shout outs. That's out. So nice. no history. Everybody, reach out and give well, us. Well, I'm, I'm going to do this for everybody. Boo, man. Um, <laughs> what is that? Well, you know, he puts so much into uh, history with Manny, and uh. something so interesting always comes up. That you would never just you'd be like wow I didn't know that and so, stuff like that. how many creations useless there are in information. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, you're not man. creation, are you? Sorry, oh. you're not creation, are you? I actually am. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, <not just that. laughs> I love it. Finally, <laughs> finally, you got a second creation on the show. Uh oh, he's drinking. There's gonna be trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's normally Portuguese, Italian because it's construction, right? Yeah, exactly. He's the only creation. No, no, that's not true. You're second, third creation. I second. Don't. Yeah, in construction. Why do you look so serious when you say that? Uh, no, it's an ongoing joke because I make Portuguese jokes. He makes Croatian <laughs> jokes, so it's ongoing. Okay. <laughs> so, Rosie, you're going through construction. I am. Uh-oh. A whole new build. It's a, it's a rebuild. It's a re so it's you're, a, it's you're a gutting everything. It's a teardown rebuild, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How's that experience? Um, it's a lot longer process because of COVID, so there's some issues that came up that we had to stop right during this so you know six months behind it's it's a fourplex so it's significant you know not having that rental income but we are getting through it like it, i go there you know at least three four times a week and talk to the guys and help them out as much as i can and understanding and trying to figure out where things should go and i'm like looking at them for advice and and obviously guidance and they're doing the best for the job like they're, they're looking at this as their own personal project and the guys that I have on site are so passionate about it. One guy will not leave. He won't go. He's like there six days a week, and it's his thing. It's his baby. He's like, I cannot wait to what get What trade is he? Um, he's the GC on site. Okay. Yeah. And he's, great. And he's been learning so much from uh, Eurodale Developments. Um, they're the architects, and okay. they're there every day kind of guiding him on. Wow, on they're there every day. They are there every day. That's something new. Yeah. Um, I, a big shout out to uh, <laughs> to Jim. No, honestly. No, I'm serious. I've been are, in this business over 30 years. I don't see that every day. They, uh, Jim, either Jim or Brandon will show up to that site every single day and ensure that there's the codes are met, uh, the fire codes are met, the walls. This the, They talk things that I'm like, how do you guys know? They were walking encyclopedia. So a shout out to Jim and, and Brandon from Eurodale because honestly, they've... You know, they're changing my life with this house. So it started when? November 2019. <laughs> Sorry, I can't talk because he's eating bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Espaducci. I got to eat. Um, and then and I have to feed people. So I know. So go. it's You're perfect. It's a perfect relationship there. Um, what was the plan? How long did you plan to actually do the construction? A year. And that's going to turn into what now? Two. Two years. Two years of going through this stuff, huh? Yeah. That's stressful. Yeah, but again, like anything, there's an end, right? Like, I know there's an end. There's an end to the pandemic. There's an end to the house construction. It's, you know, when you think about what's going to stress me out, why am I getting stressed out? Because I know that there's going to be an end. So it doesn't help me to be stressed out about, you know, lumber going up. I can't control that. Let me control what I can control. 
and deal with what I need to deal with on a daily basis. So, so this no sounds point. like a high-end fourplex. It's going to be high-end, yeah. It is. Downtown Toronto? Uh, the <coughs> Junction. Okay. Should Ooh, we great, tell the guys great great spot. The junction. Should we tell the guys what, what you're doing with it? Can I can I give them my name for it? What what's that? What are we missing here? Oh, this is interesting already. This I know. Is good now, isn't it? I know. What's, like, what's the trouble with What is it? What is it? It's going to be called the Tinder Fourplex. <laughs> oh, you know that we're the construction Tinder, huh? Now you know that's what we are. We triplex would have been a little bit better for the Tinder, <laughs> <laughs> but four is a good way. <laughs> no, but she's going to live in one of them. That's amazing. Well, the, the, the nice thing is, is that the city, about a year and a half ago, and I'm sure you guys know, have um, issued laneway suites. Laneway homes. So I'm converting the garage to a laneway. Wow. So you're doing amazing. the house and the laneway. Yeah. So basically you're doing a fiveplex. Yes. But... No. Tell them how it's going to work. No, why you tell me? How Come does on. he know so much and we don't? Because we're I, tied I, at the hip every day. <laughs> we're with each other almost every day. Actually, okay, Rob, actually, spill the beans. Spill the beans. Actually, that's not true. I am, and I've been saying this to, to the team here, I'm removing myself as much as possible from the operations, letting the team sort of sort of run. Why do you make that decision? Well, there's other things that I need to work on. Um, from a, You know, I always say if you're working inside the business, you're not working on the business. And I'm working inside the business a little bit, you know, too much to, to not drive sales and not drive, you know, people to Spaducci. And if I'm here, you know, on the floor all the time, then I'm missing opportunity to bring bring new customers that's a in. Really, that's a serious point. That's so true. That's, so. that's, that's like huge in construction. People yeah. are so stick on being on the site, doing the work, and not realizing running the business. Well, it, it, you end up losing opportunity. Yes. Right, and there's opportunity within the people that come to Spaducci every single day. But it's up to us to, to to go and talk to them and say, "Hey, what are you doing? What you know? What event are you having? What birthday's coming up?" And to drive those sales within here, you know, it's kind of a catch twenty two in that perspective. I love that. Well, I always find myself when when someone like yourself, you know, gets to make someone feel like a a, a family member. Those are the places I always go back to. I like that, you know, special feeling about someone saying, oh, hey, how's it going, Carlito? And, you know, you feel a little special. You feel like you're at home, and it, it feels great to have that, right? Yeah, and I, I honestly know 90% of the people that are walking in here. And wow. I know if somebody's new, I'm like, oh, they're new. <laughs> Let's give them a little espresso, <laughs> a little grappa in there, <laughs> get them to walk the counter. <laughs> so next to being nice to your contractor, what are the worst parts of that project? Like, what could you have changed knowing what you know now? That's a great question. Oh, um, you know what? I, nothing. Wow. Honestly, nothing. They, these guys are amazing. I can't say enough good things about them. I wish I, I had I, customers like that. I feel like I've, the architects that have had my back with Brandon and, and Jim from Uridale, they're invested with me. Like, they really are. Like, you know, I don't know what else to say that's bad. Nothing. COVID. But I know I'm not the only one in that boat. So I can't, even, I can't even say that that's a bad thing because everybody's in the same shit. Well, Manny, your business has really exploded in, in this whole Oh, I thought for academic. a second there was a joke coming. No, there um, is later on. <laughs> no, I, and I know off mic I did say that I, COVID's been good for construction. It's been really good for construction. But yep, I gotta eat. I know you gotta drink and eat. I don't know why you're not eating, man. I gotta get because I have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but we're at Spaducci. Where are you disappearing to? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Rob, tell us about because there's since the last time I was here, there's been significant amount of changes here. Lots of changes. More Thank product, you. more product coming in. Just making it a better shopping experience. Making it into 
like you come in and it's like you want to stay. You want to walk around. You want to. It's almost like, what can I buy next? You know what I mean? It's. Uh, so what can the guys, the contractors come in here, what can, what can the guys do? Like what they can, they can come in and ask for what? They can come in here and have a sandwich in and out within ten, within a five, ten minute period. Take out. Take well, if you're Croatian, right it'll only last a minute. lots of takeout stuff has business now rosie that you're back i really want to know because you've you've got the history of the company how has how old how has uber and other you know little delivery services has it helped your business or nothing you don't you don't do that okay we absolutely do not third party very personal then and there's reasons for it First of all, when Uber comes or Skip the Dishes come or whoever comes, I don't know what happens when they leave my door. Wow. So I don't know if they're going on three deliveries, five deliveries, seven deliveries, and that pizza is now sitting. It came out here fast, fresh. You're right. You could lose business from that. And if it's their first experience having a pizza from Spaducci, that's not what I want it to be. Well said. I know. Here you go, guys. That's that's what's going to start bringing our stuff around the city of Toronto. Look so, at that. And it's a Sprinter van. Yep. Well, they're showing us a picture because it's a podcast. <laughs> no one can actually see it but us. But, but that's fantastic. Can. No, yeah. but I can see it. Yeah. yeah and, and plus the service charges. Like, are you, like, we're a restaurant. The margins are already significantly low. And then I'm going to pay 30% for Uber to take a pizza. And yeah. that pizza now is going to cost a customer $22. Wait a minute. Like, it's crazy. Let me, let me paint the scenario here. You tell me with that new van that you guys were just setting up right now. Mm. I can put a call in for food and bring it to my job site? Eventually. That's a great idea. Soon. If we know ahead of time, like wow. if you call me at 9 o'clock in the morning and you've got 30 guys. Mm, yeah, we, like, like Fr- gonna, Fridays right? are the day that I normally want to spend. Uh, I won't make Because you're going to know ahead of time. Exactly. And we but can if you know it. ahead of time, If I've got no a busy problem. day on the job site, i got a Done. lot of trades on the day and, I, and the Done. client's really just, happy and they want to do something. Manny, just to give you an idea, last night, Rosie, what, 6 p.m.? One of one of my clients yeah. is going to have ten people in the office. Sent me a text what he wanted. Eleven thirty, we had the van there. Wow, yeah, it's amazing. No, so we I'm, make it happen. We don't sit on our laurels I'm here. Just, we, we, like we make it happen. The wheels are spinning. So, what's it going to cost me to do that? Cost of food and lumber. <laughs> <laughs> so you show up with food and I give you some lumber. Better get that sock, <laughs> man. <laughs> the bartering begins. You know what? Wait Deal. a second. Wait Deal. a second. I'm, I'm done with you that. You better ask no, her what no, kind no, of wood. No. What <laughs> kind of wood? <laughs> Regular grade two spruce, okay? No, that's actually no really MDF. good. No MDF. No, no. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, we when, need the when, cash flow. We need the cash no, flow. No, no, no. When is that rolling out? If you told us right now that tomorrow at one of your sites you want sandwiches for 20, done. We'll be there for noon. I love that, man. <laughs> Honestly, I love that. Because that's where the digital age of construction is going. Like, mm-hmm. I really love that, that we can basically make a phone call or shoot you an email, set it all up, and get it yeah. the next day. Yeah. I think one of the big things, and, you know, the one thing I can say, I know I'm only a month old. But I, I, I've said this to Rosie. I said this to. Oh, I love when you say yeah. that. <laughs> Facial hair. I keep looking over, and I'm like, what? <laughs> but, but coming here, even though I've been here such a short period of time, I feel like I've been here for five years. I know it's crazy. Coming here, the family here, and and being with Rosie and the team is unbelievable. I've been in this industry for 35 years. Wow. And coming here, probably one of the best experiences yet in respect to how quickly and how we jive and how things just come together. It's almost, we kind of have a joke. It's like, she can look at me or I can look at her. We both know what we're thinking. It's like, yeah, <laughs> just, that was just awesome. Go. 
Yeah. It's great. It's been it's really awesome. good. I'm curious, where did the name Spaduch come from? Like with Spaducci. Like where did that come from? Was it's a great it a story. was it a no. was it a barbecue? What was it? No, it was after about two bottles of wine up north. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about the name. No um, meat involved in this so conversation. Just, yeah. Just to give you a little bit of background, I was at Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment for almost ten years. One of the few people that were involved in the build of real sports from like pre built. So my history and whatnot comes from Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. And it kind of, that came, career came to an end there. And I had this opportunity to take over this place in what you can see is <laughs> when you're driving up here in the middle of nowhere. But it's not the middle of nowhere anymore. Not anymore. We've, we've, made, a, we've made a significant mark on this corner. Anyways, long story short, we, I had the building, but I had no name. And I'm like, oh my God, Stichini, Spaducci, Rostagini, all these things. And, <laughs> and then, you know, you, but the creative juices start flowing. We're like, Spaducci. I'm like, check.com, check.com. Nothing was taken. So we have like Spaducci.com, Spaducci.ca, all the acronyms of How long the Spaducci. Ago was that? 2014. 2014. Oh, so it's still new. Yeah. Good for yeah. you. Well, I love Spaducci. Thanks. Well, usually whenever I go to the, whenever I go to my farm, when I go up north, new friends that come up, mostly munji cakes, they don't know what that is. <laughs> and, so, you, and they eat them like potatoes. So first, can you, so can you explain first, what a munji cake is to the uh, U.S. listeners? <laughs> 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 so it, it's someone that's not European or outside the country. They're Canadian. So we call them munji cakes. Gotcha. Um, Born, raised, bred, everything. That's right. So I'll bring them up to the farm. You know, nobody wants to eat lamb. So, so everyone's kind of like weird when it comes to my munji cake friends. And then I'll tell them it's chicken, so I won't tell them what it is. So, you know, I got a spaduch barbecue. and They believe that? And I'm, eat, say, I'm yeah, eating them. It's white and red. Well, okay. After a couple of tell drinks, you can make anyone believe anything. <laughs> so I'll give them some, some spaduch fresh off the barbecue. Nice. And they're hooked for life. Yeah. So every time I say I'm going up north, all my friends are like, spaduch? <laughs> okay, well, hold on, hold on. I have a question. Yes. Are you buying your spaduch from here? Of course. You know what? I will be now. <laughs> no, so I, I am. I am. And I she knows that I, I am. Unfortunately, I didn't even know it was here. And what? I live downtown. Well, that's, really? Yeah, I live yeah. downtown. Yeah. Like, I live at Bathurst and Bloor. I'm in the annex. and I'm like, Rosie, we got to do a spaduch care package from when I, he leaves yeah, tonight. Done. But I'm a very old school guy. I've kind of been loyal to the people that I've kind of grew up with. And I just never left home. You still always, live at home? No, no. I'm saying. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Prison, no, prison will do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying like, you know, you, you fall in love with a place and you kind of just stay loyal to them. You have a relationship and it's home. Yeah. So You know who brought me here first, very first time? Was Ambro from Mepe when he was at Mepe. Ambrosio Lacato. Ambrosio. Oh, of course. Of course. He oh, was like, listen, I'm going to bring you to some place. And I was like, okay, whatever. We're going to have lunch. I was like, let's, let's go. And he brought me here and it was jam packed. And then I ate the food, and I was like, why haven't I known about this place? I don't understand this. Why haven't someone told me about this place? We keep it a secret. Is that what no, it is? No. With the bright orange colors all around the corner <laughs> when you come around the corner here on Milford? Yeah, okay. So we're at Spaducci. We're inside the actual market. We're at Spaducci on IG. We're at www.spaducci.com. You can reach out to Rob and order food for the job site for all the guys. Why not? Bring sandwiches, bring pizza, bring pasta, bring everything. You got it. Perfect. Slicer? You just slice the meat right there on the side. Okay. That, that, that'll take, that's a 48-hour notice. <laughs> <laughs> so Rob at Spaducci.com, and the phone number is 416-242. 242? 242, What do you else you want to talk about? I want to know, is there like a, <laughs> is there a, a, are you guys thinking about maybe making a romantic uh, date night room what? or a spot no. for, huh? for couples? No. Huh? No. No. <laughs> 
I'm just wondering because I have date night every Wednesday. Now, do you understand why you construction and not hospitality? We'll put you in the curing room. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, is there meat in there? There is. (laughs) Well, you have to remember back in the day when everything was communal seating, Valentine's Day was not a big night for us. No. Because we cannot offer tables for two because we maximize our seating right and you'll be sitting with other people <laughs> it's a table a for odd. six it's a table for eight yeah exactly if you swing that way that's a different story but that's not that how it was working back then right can't take them anywhere <laughs> <laughs> what kind of conversations are you hearing when you see contractors coming in are, are, like you must be listening to some of their conversations like is there anything that you're like wow you know i i need to watch out for that one in my build or just listening to, to people talking business. In respect to contractors, me being on the floor a lot and listening to people chat, and I, I'm a chatty person. You're uh, Croatian. The, the, <laughs> the, one thing, the one thing I have been hearing a lot is, of course, how busy you guys are. I've been hearing, I have somebody coming in, if you want a pool put in your backyard, what are we in, 2022 now? If We're you in want 2022 pool? now. Yeah. It's crazy. Good luck. I heard Seriously? that last week. Wow. Yeah. If somebody wants you to want put a pool, a... dig a hole and let it fill up with water from Mother Nature. Because that'll that's be faster. The only, that's exactly it. I heard that last week. Wow. That's exactly that's it. Yeah. But something good's coming out of this. Do you know what ICF? I can have a natural pool. Do you know what ICF is? <laughs> you, <you're> cr- <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe we should get a shipping container over this place. <laughs> um, one thing I feel is Canada's behind in construction. I really don't like lumber for a home. I'm a concrete guy. I like uh, styrofoam. I like, you know, I like the old European ways. Wait, has that gone up? No. This is what I'm leading to, is that people are talking about wood and how expensive it is and how it's changing, but concrete prices aren't going up. You know, uh, ICF isn't going up. You know, that's staying at a playing level. And the return on that is 100 times better in thermal break, insulation, R-value, mass, you know, structural value. It's um, more expensive, but it's, a, it's actually no, a it's better not. Way to it's build. actually cheaper because you're not doing any framing, so you're knocking out the structural. I wonder during these whole COVID days if that's actually going to start to persuade people to do new new ways of construction. Well, it's not new ways, Manny. It's no, no, just no, no, ways uh, people haven't been doing new it. ways of the of the of the industry because everybody's so used to timber framing. That's right. They're not used to concrete or ICF and going that route. That's and right. are you seeing a lot of commercial? Upgrades and renovations, or is it a lot of That's residential? That's the one segment That's that has moving? been hit really hard. And I get it because the problem is that everybody's at home and they're finally realizing our home is not really a home. That's the issue. So they're realizing that, you know what, my job, I can work from home, but I don't really have a space in my home. I could set up in the kitchen, but then I've got the kids and everybody yelling in the background. Their home isn't really their home. So they'll, you're getting a lot of people wanting that outdoor space where they can disappear there or an outdoor shed or something like that or a, a designated office space in the house. Are you doing offices in homes a lot? Yeah, that's the that's, are you, are there's, you all those them? All those conversations are coming up. Soundproofing? Yeah, all those uh, conversations oh, sure, are coming up. For sure. But yeah. to me, you know, what your home is your home. It's not your office. There's got to, you know, and Plus I get you're not where productive. Come, you're not you, productive at home. I could you're never not. work from home. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would find some, a million I'm things to do wow. and never get a thing You would done do everything else but, but what work. you have to do. I would never do it. Agreed. But some people are the complete opposite. Yeah, I'm a shoemaker. I mean, my house never gets anything done. Everybody else's house is always completed. My wife always says to me, you finish everything for everyone else, you never do anything for me. Oh, you're the shoemaker because you have the worst shoes. (laughs) Same. Same. 
same. I I would wander. I would. Oh my god. Well, I, for me, for me coming home, I wanna I wanna be able to relax and shut off what has happened all day. Uh, I don't want that to affect me at home anymore. At one time I did, but I'm not into that anymore. But I also think in the the people that are working at home that have a choice to go back to the office, I think it's important to recognize the fact that if they don't go back to the office, that employer or that industry will find a way to not have you come back to the office. So you're gonna make True. your job either redundant or we'll go overseas. You know, it's and it's happening, I'm seeing it, I'm hearing it. It's crazy I what's totally going on. It. Uh, it's also interesting that I'm getting a lot of clients that will reach out to me and I'll do the site visit. So you schedule that site visit and you come on board and you hear a lot of key words and like things like privacy and soundproofing and, and tranquil. We, we want this master bath to be something that we can walk in and be very, very pleased with and just feel great about it. There's a lot of more sensory being put into the questions regarding how we want to construct things before COVID. Because before COVID, it was just like, make it look beautiful and just make it work and that's it. But now you're, you're tapping into the other senses. That's exactly what's going on because they've been stuck in their homes for so long. So they want another space. And they're realizing that their bathroom fan is like a ticking time bomb. So it's like so loud and they're realizing that we need a quieter space. It's funny we you say that because every, every time I go to someone's house, I'm like, wow, when are they going to do a renovation? <laughs> <laughs> but this the funny washroom's part, ugly. To add to that, guys, the same thing is happening in our industry. Oh, sorry, here. Yeah. People are coming in here. They've been stuck at home. They're not going to restaurants because they're either number one afraid or number two can't True. get in because of the limited seating. They'll come in here. I have people say, I just want the best olive oil you have. I want the best balsamic vinegar. What's the best steak that I can put on the barbecue? Because maybe they were used to going to restaurants, but now they want to do it at home. At home. Yeah. And they're outdoor. So we'll, we'll renovate it. You guys will feed them. Well, I think this we is We should a do every renovation you do, we should put a care package together oh, as I love that. Don't tell I love that. that. I, I already that. I was already looking at him while he was talking and I was like I love that. I know why you wanted to come here because he knew he was gonna get pizza and drink. No, 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 no. Uh, did we Rosie, did we talk? Sandra, no. No. Uh, Manny's one of the most humble people. He would never ask for anything and I guarantee you'll no, try but and pay once for you this before offer he him, he'll eat everything. <laughs> Don't worry, there's a line that hates me. Don't worry about that. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, but you know what? He does have some of the best renovation parties. So, like, he'll get to a certain stage. And, you know, some contractors kind of hide what they're doing. He's very, it's in a very open book. He'll, he'll ex, you know. Oh, I've seen. He likes I, to show people his, what he's Monday doing. Morning, how technology's <laughs> changed. New materials being used. But then he'll bring in some great foods. And, like, I'll just go there not to talk to Manny, but to eat his food. Eat. <laughs> to eat. I like introducing, especially to the youngins, because the youngins are always going to that. We should yeah. do a porchetta sandwich afternoon once. Oh. So <laughs> what are you guys known for here? Let's talk about that a little bit. Well, well like, what are your real things that you're known for? There isn't one thing, Carlito. Well, there let's isn't start, one thing. Let's I know, but let's talk one. about that. Let's start with the name. Our Spaducci, by far. <sighs> Crazy. Um... <laughs> I think next we're going to go and get into our beef. You know what? Can we tell the listeners? Maybe there's a few of them that don't even know what Spaducci is. Yeah, like, we, we should talk about that. Tell them what it That's is true. and tell them the proper way to do it and well, how to handle it. Like, can we, it's, well, it's, well, it's meat on a stick. Yeah. But no, no, it's more than that. It's not no, just meat and, on a stick. And you're it's right, man. It's more than that. You have to have the proper barbecue for it. You yes. don't. It, I disagree with that. Oh, yeah, oh, you don't. oh. You do not have to. It, it's good to have it. I don't have one, and I nail my spaducci every time on my... How do you do it, Mark? Uh, Rob. 
Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> is this glass empty? How many times Third have glass. you said Rob is Third wrong? Oh, my right, God. Rob. How do you do it, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> why did I say Mark? Oh, I know why. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> okay. How do you do it, Rob? On the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> really? But not with the grill, not with the spaducci grill. No, I don't have a spaducci grill. So really? on my barbecue, I'll either hang the sticks off the side or I'll make foil paper little things so, so that the sticks don't so burn. The sticks don't burn. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. I just fight it before it burns. Well, wait, wait a sec- wait a second. <laughs> no, I, I think something really important needs to be said here. We can't use propane. It has to be wood or charcoal. Like if you're ah! Like for me, for me, it's day and night. Listen, if you're in a pinch, and you want to get eating soon, yeah, Char- you can Char- charcoal's I- next level. It's next level. Yeah, for sure. I get it. We all agree. Okay, we all can we Listen, all agree? Listen, when I table? go up north, charcoal. But if we're in a pinch, we want to get eaten right away. When I think spaduch, it's like the most important thing I'm going to eat the whole weekend. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. We. At the very end of the night, everyone's feeling good. Everyone's, you know, enjoying each other. There's music playing, and I'll I'll just put out the charcoal, and everyone will be like, Spidooch. "What's coming?" And What's and coming? everyone's standing around, like honestly, it. you smell. When it. I have my barbecue going, guys are talking. They're on the couch, yeah, you know. They're it. just all over the place. It's the experience too, but right? But when I pull it's... out the spaduch, the guys are standing right beside me, like, "Hey, is it coming off? Can I have some?" You know, the and salt's they coming they out. Can't, they can't wait, right? Have That's you ever done about. it with our salt, with our bolognese salt? I'm totally no. taking you up on this. This is no. going to be the challenge, no. the Spaduch challenge. You're going to lose your mind. I, I, I don't <laughs> want to do a challenge. I'm just going to I'm gonna tell you how to do them even better. Okay. You already do them good. I'm going to take you to the next level. Okay, I want to hear this. <laughs> coming from a Croatian, I enjoy tell this. Us. No, you, just, you cook them the way you want, but finish them with our salt. Done. Chef makes a, a bolognese salt that will... Take your spaducci to the next level. Wow. Every single fresh herb you can think of, fresh garlic, blended with Adriatic sea salt, it's oh. phenomenal. And just for Manny, since he's Portuguese and he doesn't understand, where's the Adriatic? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, I'm leaving here with that, that salt. I'm leaving with that salt here. You're both going to leave with one. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Manny's had it. No, it's know, funny you say Manny's that because it. Uh, it is the salt. Like when you put the, now, do you put the salt on while it's cooking or after? While. Nice. Always. At Just the like very a steak. End? No, no, while. While, while it's cooking. During their whole. Yep. I'm a finishing person myself. Because I, like <laughs> I like the crunch of the salt right at the end. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can I ask Everybody's you guys? specific about What there. are you guys planning for Thanksgiving? Thank- oh, oh, Canadian Thanksgiving is coming up. Oh, hold on. So th- Thanksgiving, we have we do boxes for okay. Thanksgiving. So we have the traditional Thanksgiving box, and we're doing an Italian Thanksgiving box. So the munchie cake Thanksgiving box. We're gonna call it munchie cake. <laughs> Should we explain what munchie cake is to our U.S. listeners? I think we've explained it to somebody. I don't know if we're well, offending anybody. It, it, but there was something involved with cake. Technically in it. speaking, <laughs> you are a munchie cake. Technically speaking. Technically, yeah. You were born here. Yeah. So I was wasn't. I. Were you born here? No. Oh, ah, you were here? I was. So you were we born here to, too. We have three munchie cakes. Am I the only immigrant? Yeah. You're the only immigrant at the wow. table. Wow. Okay. Immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> So quickly, the we're all people <laughs> that's, having a good time. Yes, some hungrier than others. <laughs> Man, the pies that's actually really good, huh? Yeah, I'm totally gonna one. eat that. So a little bit of truffle, yeah, and then our uh salami, the which salami, is a war- and, and, one the, and the tomatoes. How many words Man. I can't even count. 
and then the fresh tomatoes. So I don't know if you caught that, but our salami, the Gabe's Salami Gentile, probably has won three Diamond Awards, yeah. which puts you in the highest. Does everybody know that Gabe, Chef Gabe, is the only, help me here, the only salumi? Salumeria. Salumi, no. Sommelier. Yeah, sommelier. He is the only salumi sommelier in Canada. What does that mean, please? North America. So you know a sommelier gets the status of what? He has that in making salami. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, only big. person in North America. Is yeah. he Italian or German? No, Gabe is Gabe is from Ravenna, born there, came here 25 years ago, started making salami for his family when he was like literally five years old. So he, when he came here and he opened up a restaurant, he couldn't get the, the, the salami. He's like, what is this? This is not good. What is this? What is this? <laughs> so he's like, so he started making it himself because he wanted the flavors of his of his family and the tradition of his wow. family. And that's how he started making salami here. And then he had a, a salami plant. And uh, it is by far the best salami that you will have. Oh I mean, you can just try God. it. It's, it's unbelievable. No, it's amazing. So, so we've I, won awards for his salami over the years with... Um, the meat uh, within the meat industry. How does he get that status? Like, is there a whole like he's got to go through? He a got bunch certification. Of well, yeah, he went. To, yeah, he went to Italy, got certification, and he's at level two. And I think there's three or four levels, so he's at level two right now. So when he can go back, which you know, hopefully will be next year, yeah. he'll go back and do his level three. And you know, the more accolades, I want to hang out with is. him. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, and it's very traditional. Like it's 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 the way that it's supposed to be made. Right. It's not this massive production of, you know, it's it's done by hand. It's done by love and you can taste it. You can taste it. Have you been back home to Croatia much? Uh, not in a while, but I've been back. So well, my, my family's pretty much like my father's side's farmers and my mom's side's yeah. all educated you know, city people. No, we were all farmers. But <laughs> I love the farm. I love the farmer's side. Like, you know, I walk into a bedroom. It's supposed to be like not a barn, but a bedroom. And there's meat hanging everywhere, <laughs> you know, and it only comes out for the guests. Like when you have guests or birthday parties and it's a special treat for everyone. Yeah. And we just I, I would always sneak in there and take slices. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm getting hungrier every minute. Uh, you still haven't had a bite. I know. I know I'm, wait, I'm waiting for Big Mouth to start talking. <laughs> I just, I just love food and construction is very relatable. I mean, honestly, it's the same thing. Like, you need to have good food on a job site. I don't give a shit. I'm pissed off when I see somebody with like a piece of bread and one slice of cold cut. It annoys the hell out of me. It bothers me. It just, it, I just like. Try something different. And then, you know what their argument is? I don't have the time to cook. They didn't make the time. There's a difference. They're, you don't have the time for anything unless you make the time. You have to make the time. I always say that to people. Oh, I didn't have time to call you. No, 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 no. You didn't make time to call me. That's There's right. a difference. Yeah. The best is when you tell new trades that have never worked with me that I have an espresso machine on the job site. And they're like, it. what? What do you mean you have it? I go, it's right there. What's wrong with you? How many espresso machines do you have out there right Three now? Three right now. So and I might do, have to go to Amazon three, again. Do we have three Spaducci barbecues in stock? Because mm -hmm. I think he needs three Spaducci barbecues <laughs> for his job. For his job Listen, I've been told to mount a Spaducci barbecue on the back of the, the door on my Sprinter so I can open it up. Yeah, that could be I dangerous. I know. And then start cooking it right then and there on the job site. That's and dangerous. I'm, and I started thinking about Just do about a trailer. No, no, he's a trailer guy. I'm not a trailer guy. I'm totally a trailer guy. <laughs> um, but I did want to say something like, Food and restaurants are so important for us contractors, but even more for me and Manny, we would have never started this podcast if we didn't go out for dinner once a week. Like we'd find it, we'd find a time once a week to get together and just kind of talk about 
the industry, and that's how we ended up getting the construction life. And since then, now we're enjoying food. It's really funny it. you bring that up because that's exactly what happened. Yeah. We went out. We started talking about having conversations about construction over food. And then we realized, why aren't we Good recording food. these? Yeah. Why aren't we recording these conversations? But when you look at anything significant that happens anywhere, it, it stems around a family table. It stems around food. doing this. It stems around going out. Where did you meet your girlfriend? Oh, I met her at a bar. I did this. Like, it, it happens within the social setting. And what's not happening right now is the water cooler at the office. And that social setting is, is you know, there's, there what, how do you Tinder now? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think we had a Tinder date here the other day, but I could be wrong. But everybody is oh, wow. watching. Was <laughs> that was entertaining. Were they wearing masks? No. Well, they, well. Until no, they get to the until table. Until they get to the table. And, they, you know, it, for me, if so you're what on a nights are these? If you're on a Tinder date, you just you need to drink heavily. Like you need to like loosen up and have some fun, especially now, That's right? Funny. So they had an order for like 15 minutes, and we you know went up to the table a couple times. I'm like, get them a shot. Like let's get this let's get this party started. <laughs> you guys These are so there was, It was like there was a big sign over their head saying this is a Tinder date. You can tell. You can kind of tell. You can tell. I think most of the time when you do go out, you kind of start picking out who's the Tinder. Well, I've been in this industry for so long that I can, you can tell right away if a table <laughs> wants you to be at the table for, you know, socializing and talking to you or they're standoffish. No, they're talking business. Get their order in. Do what you need to do. Make sure they have water and wine and, and step away. So this is, this is where you bring your Tinder date. Yeah. And you guys will help out no, if the we'll guys all, can't we'll get be, it going. We'll be all at the coffee machine going, oh, that's a dinner date. What are they doing now? It's funny you bring uh, that up because a lot of guys I work with are in their 20s and they're all over Tinder. Well, or Tinder's all over them, whatever you want. And what's yeah. even weirder is that we're known as the Tinder of construction. Yeah. What does that mean, the Tinder of construction? We keep connecting people. So we do podcasts with certain trades, and all of a sudden we'll do it another trade. Well, and you know what? I want to reach out to this person. It, it's not just about that. It's about it's about trades that actually care. Like the guys that are listening actually really respect what we all have as values in this industry and how the industry should be, not what guys are doing to the industry. You know, there's a lot of guys building a bad name for us by putting good quality people on the microphone to express what should be done or what should change or how people should change to treat people and other contractors. Like we talk about being taken by contractors all the time and we're in the industry. I've been in this business over 30 years and I still have problems with contractors. What do you think the biggest, cause I, I have a feeling I know what the biggest like, concern or complaint in, in the construction, what is it? not showing up on time for a job. You know what it is? I'll take that a step further the proper attitude not showing up 100 percent, and, and, and I, I get that shit happens i love i love when right. a grumpy a grumpy tradesperson comes on the job site and i love going up to them straight in their face and saying you know what a better attitude should have showed up instead of you mm. because it's true they Do you like, keep them there if I, I inherited them i have to keep them yeah. there if it's my regular guys my regular guys are solid guys like carlito and everybody else that i work with the regular guys they're solid guys. They care. They care about, they put a lot of passion well, it's a into team, their work. a family, yeah. too. Yeah. 
But you get those bad apples. Literally, they are bad apples. You you can tell. You don't have to squeeze them. You don't have to look for any bruises. They're just bad apples, man. And they just don't care. I don't know if they're jaded well, or something well, happened. I want to stick up for some of the guys out there. There are contractors that have been taken advantage of by bad homeowners. Uh, people that aren't honest, don't have a real budget, or don't even have money. And when you're wasting someone's time when they have family or someone waiting for them at home or they could be working on another quote or, or finishing your project, when you're wasting someone's time, sometimes you become the environment that you are, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Sorry, I'm smelling something. What are you doing? Like, what's going on I'm what smelling are we cooking? I don't know. I'm taking I'm off my headset so I can smell. I'm, I'm smelling something. Biscotti, maybe? Is Why do you have is? to take your headset <laughs> off to <laughs> smell? <laughs> you know what that's like? It's like lowering the music down when you're looking <laughs> for a house. I think it's on this side of the street. Put the music lower. Put the music lower. I can't hear. That's such a It's No, no. There's a guy I know. He's a truck driver, guys. He's a dump truck. And whenever he smells something, he sticks his tongue out and goes, <laughs> and, he, and he's tasting with his tongue. And I'm like, "What are you, a lizard? Dude? Is, <laughs> like, yeah. is that how you I taste things?" I, I think I just wanted to like pop my. I don't know. Something going Such on. I, we're, we're, we're like ten feet away from the kitchen, so I something is going on. There Jules, must, what no, are you making back there? We have a we have delish. a production kitchen back there. What's yeah. going on back there? <laughs> you know, let me ask you guys: right What do you guys want to see change in construction? I think you're more into construction right now than I am. Um, oh, do we still have that stereotype, Rosie? I think it's still out there. I we do. We still have that stereotype. I, I do. Oh, I if hear, you're wondering I hear what's cooking in the back, it's yeah. panettone. Oh, we're making we're making our panettone. own in-house panettone yeah. this season. I just want to stick my finger in Manny's mouth right now. You just see the way he had his lips open like that? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> so can we get back to reality here? So it's still that stigma. I, I think through no fault of your own right now, what's happening is the backlog of trying to catch up. We can't do anything and about it. And you can't it. work fast enough and you can't get the supplies fast enough and you can't get the labor force because there's people that just don't want to go back to work. I can't get a pool till 2020. There you go. You know what though? So I think that through no fault of your own is part of the industry as a whole, not specifically you guys. What well, I'm trying to do is continue the lines of communication. Like there's two right now that I'm, I'm just keeping them in the loop. That's all I'm letting them know. And, and I think you're right. Like, if you're not going to show up at a job site, like, if you're scheduled to be there at 9 o'clock, I had a drywall meeting this morning. In case you know, the guy was there 15 minutes ahead of time. I'm like, who is this guy? I love you. Like, wow. just him being there 15 minutes What was minutes the drywall early. company? What's that? What was the drywall company? Who? Yeah, like what company? Nelmar. Hmm, never heard of him. He's a drywall guy. So oh, I'm, I'm everything guy, but... But you know, they committed. They committed. They answered emails. They were on it. And you know, they and, up and, and I've they had there. and I had other drywall companies that were just, you know, MIA. I'm like, okay, well, if you're not going to show up, I guess you're either too busy for the job, which I totally get. But just communicate. Take 10 seconds. Send a text or an email saying, you know what, we're just too busy. We're not going to be able to 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 handle this job on top of the jobs we have. So the no overhearing. Problem. Moving on. The yeah. overhearing that we're getting right now is because we're 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 tickling October now. And we're going into 2021. Everybody's asking me on social media, what do you think 2021 is going to be like? Is construction going to continue? I know that Carlitos expressed his opinion about it. Uh, not on the show, but just to me. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, what do you guys think is going to happen in 2021? What do you mean by is construction going to continue? Are we still... Shutdowns, like, level yeah. twos, level ones. Um, Are we going to go back to the very beginning in March and April where homeowners didn't want us inside their homes, but they were still signing off on pools and decks and outdoor projects? Yeah, but it gets worse than that. It, 
the, the customers that did want contractors over, the next door neighbors would get so nosy that they would call the police or a special squad to come over that was to. was a whole other. To, wow. I have like, a friend. You have had, no idea how much would. we've been Hold shut on, down. To your point, I have a very good friend who had a pool company come in to clean his pool back in March to open it up. The neighbors called while they were there. They all got fined. And we're not talking oh, hundreds for being together, for uh, raking, that was in the early raking days. grass. That was, in the early that was days. right at the beginning. They Which were, I never understood. They were not six I, feet apart I, from I each don't, other. I don't get And they, even if you were caught on a job site and you're overlooking drawings, I don't know about you, but drawings are only three feet big. So if you're looking at drawings, you need to be standing within two meters, right? How about golf? <coughs> what was that? The most social <laughs> distancing sport out there and you could not golf. And they shut it down. That when made no sense. So whose plan was that all about? I don't get the whole golf thing. I'm going back to I my planet. planet. I'm, I'm more of a I shooter. I think I want to live on another planet. <laughs> I just want to go to another planet until so this is over. To answer your question, Manny, I think what we're doing here is to possibly get ready for that. We just have, preparing for it. We, have we are. We have an essential service here. You know, we're sitting at dining tables right now during this podcast where people come and dine during the day. You know what? If they shut down dining, there'll be product on this table. Are It'll you guys overhearing from other contractors that are coming in? What are they? Are they concerned or what's we, this? We've had some canceled reservations. Um, I think today. 2021 is going to be good. I couldn't agree more. I, I think agree with you. I think we've learned our lesson. I think we. I think the smart ones are behaving. I think we're staying smart and staying safe. But and we are realizing that this is still the norm for a little while. But you can't control the materials. If you can't get materials to the job sites, if you can't get True. the inspectors closing True. off the job sites or, or even going to the next phase of every permit, you're not going to be able... We work with permits, so um, we're not those guys that can do a, a build. We can, but we don't choose not to. We choose to spend your money wisely and, and have it insured. So if, God forbid, something happens, you're protected. Most guys don't care. Like, I remember when the, the COVID actually hit, a lot of my friends were saying... Hey, what do you think of me, you know, doing a cash deal with my homeowner? They want me to close it up, but the permits aren't closed. I said, don't trust the homeowner. They're not your family. They're not your friend. It's your business. It's your name on the go. Walk away. Just basically tell them, like, this is as far as I can go. I'll come back and finish the project. Let's, you know, go 50-50 to this point. So you have your money's worth. I have my money for the work that I've done. We can w separate from here. You can get a hack to come in and close up with no permit. Or you can wait and you can bring me in. And, I, and my friends were having problems like that because so many projects were closed up illegally. And then drywall was being removed. Tiles and, and, were being removed. And that's such a great point because if you look at some of the permitting issues, just stopped because the city stopped. And all the red tape that you had to go through to get a permit was crazy. That's what held me back. I'm like, oh, my God, these guys aren't coming. Okay, well, let's let's work around the permit issue. Let's work around. Let's do things that we can do without a permit, right? Because there's certain things you can do without a permit. Were you getting notices, though, from the permit building office where they were saying, listen, can you document it? Can you photograph it? Can you videotape it? Because at least we have it. You know what? That was in the hands of um, Brandon and, and, and Jim and, and Mike. Uh, because you had to move they forward. They did do that. Yeah, you had to do that. That's the only way you can move forward. But the city did, you know, like I said, with the laneway suites, they did a really smart thing. And they're really cracking down on making sure that the buildings and the structures and the framing and all that is being taken care of, which for the new builds, like the new renovations, 
fire escapes, all the safety measures are put in place <coughs> by the city, which I completely respect. Because if you look at areas of Parkdale and all these other yeah. places, your basement apartments, how are you getting out of there if there's a fire? <laughs> it gets crazy. No, you're right. And, and totally I respect right. the fact that they, they, they go to these lengths to make sure that everything is safe for everybody living within a triplex, a fourplex, a fiveplex. And I love fourplex and triplex. I talk about it all the time. So to the youngsters, I always tell them that your biggest investment being a contractor should be a real estate like some kind of real estate 100%. and i always tell them fourplex triplex start with good 100%. to sixplex twelveplex you know do something with real estate it will always be worth something as long as you have your money saved 100 yeah. percent. It, and it's not just my it's 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 bank account it's just not cash flow so you have to look at it from an equity perspective right and i learned that you know thankfully from my father at such a young age and i started Saving for my triplex when I was 18. Yes, I love those so, stories. Right? What's, like that, what's that been, five years now? About five years ago. <laughs> but when people say, oh, how can you do this? How can you, you do this? How can you do this? You made some really great money in five years. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, you guys can keep drinking. <laughs> it's not the booze. Yeah. Okay. Might but be the food. if you start, you know, at that young age, and I wish I could mentor somebody at that age to say, listen, the value is always going to be in the real estate. Like, I love Spooch. Don't get me wrong. I love my business. But everybody knows at the end of the day, the asset is still the real estate portion of yeah. the business. If anything happens, we want to change this. We want to change the operation. We can do that within the four walls of, of the business. If anybody's young and that's listening, get a triplex, get a duplex, live in the basement like a hermit. Or just real and estate. And get them to just pay the mortgage. Buy and, something. And buy something that will create that cash flow. Well, I love yeah. that you're saying this because I also mentioned this uh, several times because I think it's so important. I have a couple of friends that when they were 16, their, their fathers forced them to live at home and they would take all their money and they would invest it. Back then you could put zero down. They would buy property and their fathers would help them maintain a renter. And 20 years went by when they were ready to get married there you go. They're now $40,000 investment is now a million point five. Easy. And they're getting married with no mortgage. Yep. And then he married, like say one of my friends marries another woman and she has a house that's paid off. <laughs> and now they have two houses worth 1.5. So now they're worth three. And that's at the low end of it, right? <clears throat> Somehow this podcast goes into Carlitos couples therapy or something. <laughs> I don't know how it does, but it hey, just does. I love I love couples. <laughs> I, I, actually, Rob, you never took, got dove into the whole Thanksgiving. I think you just said oh, you had, no, yeah, 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 you had a munch cake one, you had a, a munch cake one. and a wop. So oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe <I should> say. <laughs> oh, we're going to get in trouble now. Oh, man. Rosie, you heard that, right? Uh. Yes. I, I, call, I, call, I called it the Wap Box. The Wap Box. That's okay. That's okay. I'm the only Italian, so I'm not so offended So the by traditional, uh, Gabe, our chef, makes a he takes a turkey, completely debones it, rolls it with the stuffing in the middle. Easy to slice, easy to serve, completely cooked. Uh, winter greens served. So the box is for four people. Uh, winter greens, <laughs> mashed potatoes. Um, of course. Root vegetables, uh, pumpkin pie, gravy. Wow. That's the traditional. For the Italian that's one. That's not bad. That's nope. not bad. For the Italian one. It's not bad. It's fantastic. We have a. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, dude? <laughs> the, the Italian one Be is nice. uh, ro roast pork stuffed with apple and fennel. Uh, our Sicilian, our Sicilian salad. Oh, oh, is that a dangerous salad? No, no, it's a no. Salad. Somebody's watched too many movies. <laughs> uh, a sautéed rapini, roasted potatoes, a salumi board for four. 
Oh my and god. And Tiramisu for four. When does this come out? That's a bottle of wine. That's a bit better. When, when, did, when does this start? Like, what do you mean? Thanksgiving's coming up in I know, a but week. When do you guys start doing this? Next week. Okay. Yep. All right. I'm coming back. Yep. I got to ask the question. How much? <laughs> Two. For, one, for four people, 185 Wow. That's cheap. I go out with my wife. It's over 100 every time. Mostly because hey. of wine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually a good dinner. Both Maybe of them if we get Carly to a drink, he'll shut up, eh? No, no. He's warned me several times that I guess I'm allowed to drink. You're not. Well, you know, my family roots are very like this is like spinach for Popeye, and, and we just, you just to don't therapy. give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else do you want to talk about construction wise? Oh. Damn, there's there's a whole bunch. He's I want, got, you don't you I realize would, that I he, would love he writes to, down a lot of questions. I would love man. to ask you: Did you own the fourplex before you had renters, or did you have renters in a fourplex and then started to renovate, or was it a single dwelling and then it was like your personal home and then you turned it into a fourplex, or should I say fiveplex? <laughs> With the name, way, that's a five. Yeah, it's five. Um, so that was about twelve questions right there. I know it was the first. Well, um, I just wanted to find out where so, we're starting from. <laughs> so I actually bought it as an investment property. So single I was, dwelling. I was not actually even living in Canada. When wow. I where are you from? Well, I'm from here. At the time, I was not living okay. in Canada. So I had three renters at the time that I was managing from uh, uh, Colorado. Wow. For about two years. And I had great renters, so there was no no issues. And then I moved back, and then I obviously had to sell somebody. Okay, you need to go because I need a place to live. And then from there, I started saving, and I saved and I saved to do this massive renovation. Five years. Long time. So, Rosie, I got to ask you, where'd you get your budget from? Where'd I get it from? What do you mean? Like from my head? Renovation. Like how did, yeah. How did you know um, what things should cost? Well, Brandon and Jim really helped me out with the kind of the line by line kind of their wheelhouse and they're pretty close to that realistic realistically yeah yeah okay so there's no real massive sticker shocks no the only sticker shock again is the delay and not having the renters and that's not their fault it's not anybody's fault no we love having people that are not necessarily directly related in the construction industry that basically we work for like we we work for you guys but i always want to ask them directly Okay, where'd you guys get your numbers from? Because we know where we got our numbers from. We go to our, all of our suppliers and we figure out line by line yeah, what but, things cost. But those numbers are different because we talk about this all the time. When I when I meet with you, I try to figure out, are you buying a Hyundai? Well, the, are you buying a Cadillac? Yeah. Or are you buying and a there, Ferrari? And there's some fixed costs. Like there's certain things like that's just what it costs. Permits, that's what it costs, yes. right? Like there's like that. There's no wiggle room there. That It is what it is. There's, you know, development fees. Those are the cities, right? So all that came into play. But then, you know, I know people in the industry and... You know, I'm, I know kitchen people, and I know flooring people, and I know drywall people, and, you know, so I started to kind of vet out those as well. Now, that's kind of scary for me, is uh, I come from commercial, gone into residential back and forth, did a lot of high-rise. I found that a lot of guys that did commercial weren't at the quality level that I like for my residential. So you having a restaurant and, you know, being in the commercial industry, it kind of scares me that you may have brought some of those commercial guys into your home. And, but it sounds like you had a, a, great, a great ride so far. So that's fantastic Honestly, to hear. Honestly, I have no issues. 
like I'm knock on wood every day though like I said I'm there three times a week and I check on them and they're they're moving they're you know they're moving fast one thing I don't get to talk about on the show much because we do talk about the little things that we've talked about but having you here and going through a renovation what was it like to get rid of your renters or what did you do with your renters and did COVID kind of affect <laughs> your renovation no, because it's so, it's so right interesting. <laughs> it's just so interesting because you're, you're going through something that's, it's not just one homeowner, it's not just your house. Like most of the things we talk about, it's just a single homeowner having a problem, but you're now having renters. Did you get rid of them? Did I you did. keep them? So I made, um, so I had one girl that lived up on the top floor, amazing, just salt of the earth. Just, uh, she was the first tenant that I interviewed and I had like 30 people and I already knew I didn't need to see anybody else, but I did, I did my due diligence and she was the first person that I'm like, okay, the apartment's yours. And she was great. Thankfully, she ended up getting married and kind of moved out and she's like, the, kind, the timing kind of works for me. So I'm out, don't worry about it, but I helped her move. I got her some guys Wow. and I helped her, you know, vacate the, uh, vacate the apartment. And uh, the couple that I had on the first floor, um, moved to Hamilton. They couldn't find another place within the city. And they actually sent me an email saying, thank you for <laughs> kicking us out because we now have a home in Hamilton a with a backyard. Affordable. We're able to get, um, we're able to start our family. Great. And if you actually wow. never get to sell, <laughs> we wouldn't have done. And they were so, like I gave them, you know, you're supposed to give three months or whatever. I literally gave them six months. And I'm like, if you guys need help, like I know a lot of people, I'll help you. And they were looking, they just couldn't find anything, that amount of space for them. And they, they did want to start a family. So the, the apartment just didn't work for them in the long run anyways. And that was it. Wow. Uh, so, I'm, hear, I'm hearing horrible nightmare stories. So I live on a, a really fantastic road. I won't really say because I don't want people knowing where I live. <laughs> but it's a very high-end street. And I found that one of the homeowners across the street had a tenant stuck in his renovation they wouldn't move out Ugh. and they would not leave and it was a nightmare what story do you mean stuck in his renovation well the the couple wouldn't leave because they knew that if they left they'd never get that deal again and because they signed a deal with this gentleman their contract kind of just they didn't want to lose that so they stayed there while the guy renovated around their unit wow. and it was such a massive renovation because <gasps> the houses are all huge there and they stayed on there. So I was just kind of curious because for the people that are getting into triplexes, this is kind of a scary time for renting, people not making money, not having money, you know, getting a check for two, I, I you know, I hate saying it, but $2,000 in my world a month, I don't know what I could do with that. That's like, that's nothing. It's like literally, I work really hard and I've put myself in a good opportunity in my life to be able to say that. That's from hard work, but for other people, I don't know how they can survive. And, you know, having renters, I just wanted to find out if you had a struggle with that. So, but it doesn't no, sound like you I, did. Yeah, I did it because this is all pre COVID yeah. that wow. you know, we started this renovation. But, you know, my advice to anybody who's looking at renters and looking at tenants do your homework. Honestly, do and what homework. is that? And what is homework? Your, go with your gut feeling because I've been go a landlord before. Go with your gut feeling, and, yeah. and I, I've had that property now for many years, um, and I knock on wood, I've never had a problem with my tenants. And, and I say that because I've done my homework. And if there is a problem, then it's my fault that there's a problem. It's not a problem with the tenant. It's my fault for choosing that tenant into my home. Can you, share, can you share some of those secrets? Like what are your, what's your homework on getting a good tenant? Well, you, you know, you check their banking statements, you do the due diligence from a financial perspective, um, but then you meet them. Like, 
I let them know. Like, I sit down with them. I have coffee with them. Like, who has coffee with their tenants? <laughs> no, you have but to. But you have to. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm in this home. Like, this is my home. This is not just a rental property. This is my home. Understand that you're living in a home. You're not living in a massive apartment building. So if we can, you know, understand each other's boundaries and understand where each other's coming from, then you're going to have a little bit more of a, you know, utopia world within, you know, three apartments and one house. So I already have my own place, but do you give away food? Because I might start renting oh for the goodness. food. <laughs> okay, can I tell them? No. Okay. No, no, <laughs> well, the thing is, when I was a landlord, the, the moment they got wind that I knew how to build or fix anything... Uh, Hundred calls. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. hundred calls. For sure. I would yeah. take care of every little thing, and, and I, it didn't bother me in the first little while, yeah. but it bothered me eventually. And the other thing too is, is being a landlord, you have to address the situation immediately. You can't just be like, oh, I got a message and the plumbing's no, not working. You, you, you need to be on it. You need to let your tenants know <laughs> that, yeah, I know that there's a problem. I am on it. This is what I'm doing, and communicate back. Like if it's a city problem, the water's done. Okay, obviously you can't do anything about that. But if something happens within the building, you need to fix it. You have to address it right you away. You have to address it. You need to fix it and move on and let them know that you're doing that and hey, and how long it's going to take. I was hoping you had a nightmare story, but it didn't work out that Why way. Why do you want nightmare stories? <laughs> well, because you can learn so much from unfortunate people's mistakes. So uh, I want to share that because there's so many young people. Like I screwed up earlier on. Uh, that The properties that I have had, I've sold. And if I would have kept them, I probably wouldn't be here right now. I'd be in Costa Rica right now, or I'd be in Croatia in <laughs> one no, of like seven working. or eight you'd houses that was something. given to me as from a family Rica. member. You know, I'd be Carlito on the, in I'd Costa Rica, be floating in the that, Adriatic. That, that, that goes well. Eh? <laughs> Tune in this weekend on what happens on Carlito in Costa Rica. <laughs> oh man, a volcano dipping. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> my god can't take us anywhere <laughs> no no what else do we want to know about well you come from the catering business yep and that must have changed large like uh one of my friends he had a catering business and we did a lot of horse shows and uh, a lot of high-end catering uh, a lot of a lot of business meetings and so on yep. like they would different tents and so is that all gone now i'm not gonna say it's gone but for catering companies that were doing events that were doing large corporate events within offices it's down to 10 20. what's new year's gonna be like at home it's gonna be at home yep it is gonna be at home yep. it's gonna be appreciating the finer little things in your life 100 percent. that's what it's gonna be about yeah we'll probably have the best new year's and it's, i was just home. about to say that yep, we probably 100. will have the best yeah we will. you'll communicate you'll have great conversations and you'll learn new things and you'll probably inspire to do better things next year and you'll go you know what 2020 was crap but was it really crap? No. Maybe we learn new things about ourselves. And we'll probably put the best salumi entertaining box together for you that you can take home while you're chatting about all this. Yeah. That's what I think New Year's is going to be. I don't know. He's I'm going to make sure my mother listens to this one. <laughs> 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 They'll be over here. My dad How will be How does like, everybody listen to this anyway? Who's Where? Yeah. How do we get this? We can listen to it on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, on uh, Google Home. Uh, play music. You can on eight of them. YouTube. You can listen to a bunch of them on there. That's what it's. It's cool. interesting being out there. I handle all of it because Carlito I'm, is in Costa Rica. I'm a, I'm a prince. <laughs> 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 it's 7:59 and 48 seconds. She's got oh, 10 seconds know, left. We know. You know what? Okay. <laughs> tell you what. We've got one last segment to do. We'll yeah. Do, we'll let, do, we'll let's do just that. go to 12 questions. Yeah. You want to do what? the 12? Oh. Is this like fire? 
question. No, no, no. Let's go to the 12 <laughs> questions of construction. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Let me say it again before Manny starts. The 12 questions. <laughs> so I, I, we have these 12 questions, right? So I'll ask both of you guys. You guys can both answer, right? What is your favorite construction word? Lunch. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> like it. Rosie? <laughs> I can't believe that fits there. <laughs> it does. <laughs> That's a phrase. <laughs> you know what? I get that a lot. <laughs> you know what? People share phrases. It works. What is your least favorite construction word? Done. Wow. That's your least? Done? We're going to need a permit for that. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. I'll do phrases now. Uh, what Sorry. turns you on in construction? Completion. Mm, excellent. Men in tool belts? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what turns you off in construction? Not showing up. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Yep. No, we can't do that. Oh, my God. So what true. What <laughs> is your favorite curse word in a phrase? <laughs> Or on its own. Really? Yes. <laughs> What's my favorite curse, curse word? word? Your favorite curse word. Oh, We've had some. There's only one. <laughs> no, there there's, there's several. Oh, there's lots. There's several. I'll just say it. Mink, yeah. What and that, that means? Research it. While you're editing. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to now. <laughs> you're going to do your four-hour editing. You can do uh, your research. I am going to look it up. I am going to look it up. Uh, what is your favorite car, vehicle, boat, whatever? Here's the space, uh, space shuttle. Porsche. <laughs> Porsche. His is a Porsche? Jeep. Jeep. You're a Jeep? I'm a Jeep girl. What is your least favorite vehicle? I said the Yugo. <laughs> <laughs> the Pony Hyundai. Oh. I, I, I we, drove that. I had that car. Five speed? <laughs> was red. it beige? Was it was it beige? red. It was no. red. Beige, beige and rust, <laughs> huh? Rosie, what's yours? My least. I, I'm not a flashy kind of girl car. So BMWs for me are not my favorite. Okay. Ooh, that sucks. I just sold my M5. <laughs> <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you love? A saw. Any wow. saw? Saw. A hammer. What construction sound or noise do you hate? Hammer. Saw. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what profession oh, other than great. your own would you like to attempt? Are you ready for this? Yes. Construction. Car really? Wow. Carpentry. Really? Yeah. Have you I done any? Have you dabbled? Uh, at home, yeah. Really? Yep. Have you been paid for it? No. <laughs> Rosie? Well, actually, I have in satisfaction in my own home. True. Oh, gosh. Oh. A small yay, maybe. You know, learn a little bit more about wine. Hmm. I would do that if I had time. When I have time. When I, have, <laughs> when I make time. And what profession would you not like to do? Garbage man. Tough job, man. Garbage person. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, garbage uh, person. Mind you, I've never seen a garbage female. High, no, 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 but high rise window washing. Oh my he god. Oh, did you see those that. guys today? He I used to do fell. that. No. What? Yeah, what? Right yeah. there. Look, it's right there on CP24. I, I can't deal with heights. I can't believe so. that we just Yeah, said that's that that's stage work though. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. So for the listeners who are watching the latest <laughs> news. Uh, I hope he's okay. And last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the Burley Gates? Tutta posto, niente in ordine. <laughs> I almost got to all of that. That's very good. And Rosie? <laughs> oh, did you bring salami? I don't know. 
There's people. There's people waiting for you. <laughs> Okay, uh, so that's that. That was a total. See, that was painless, wasn't that painless? That painless. was painless. <laughs> so, guys, please check out Spaducci. So, at Spaducci and also www.spaducci.com. Rob at Spaducci.com to order all your food and inquiries. Everything four one six two four two two seven seven seven. Rob, Rosie, thank you again. Thank, thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you for the fun. food, the wine, fun. everything. Very fun. Thank you, guys. I get to eat. All right, now. Wait, wait. Are you gonna get us out of here? <laughs> <laughs> He always beats boxes out of here. Nice. We are leaving Spaducci now in Toronto. Thanks, guys, so much. Rosie and Rob, thank you very much. 416-TO, baby. Nice. <laughs>